before you, just thanking you for this moment in time, Lord God, and this hour, Lord God. We ask you to bless, bless, bless. Bless the readers and the hearers of your word, that they may go on to be doers of the word. Thank you, God, for the power of your word, how it lifts us up, Lord God, and helps us to make another step as we go throughout the days of our life and in this world. We thank you, Father God, for breathing on me this morning, Lord God, giving me grace, the grace that is sufficient, Lord God, the grace that I am not even worthy to receive. Lord God, in the next few minutes, Lord God, as we lend an ear to the word, we ask that you will bless above measure bless that we all be able to take something from here this morning Lord God and be able to disseminate it into the world where it is needed and be able to use it also for our lives individually and collectively and these are many blessings we ask in your son Jesus name we pray amen and amen Amen. Just thanking God this morning for the preparation of the word and to be able to come before you once again to share what thus saith the Lord. Amen. In this day and time in which we live, and as we can see, this year is rapidly moving forward. Amen. Some things we have seen, some things we have never seen, we are being faced with every day. But I thank God that I'm living another day above this earth to be able to share and to be able to carry on the torch that others in the world may see that need him. Amen. Now let us direct our attention to the word of God this morning. We'll be taking the Matthew 6 chapter, 1st through 13th verse, and we'll be able to glean from it what you will have us to have me to say and what you need to know and what we all need to know on this day and as the days come forward. If I would use for a thought this morning, I would use the thought, the Lord's Prayer. It still works. The Lord's Prayer, it still works. How many of you believe that? The Lord's Prayer still works. Pray the prayer that will take you through and to your blessing. Prayer is the state of being alone, away from people, or immediate surroundings. However, prayer can be accomplished, even though those things are going on in our individual lives. Secret prayer frees us from the outside noises and distractions that disturb our inner quest for peace from within. Prayer and meditation works 
hand in hand. Prayer must precede meditation, and without prayer, there is the absence of meditation. Prayer constrains us to love ourselves and others and allow us to love God. I encourage you today to be inspired and pray much. May God keep you today, and may you hear the word as it gets ready to be brought. As far back in that as I can remember, I used to hear Mama saying, pray or say your prayers before you go to bed. I heard this and I followed it most of my youthful life up until I left home on my own at 18 years old. Then somewhere along the line of living single, I thought I wouldn't need to do so anymore. At least that's what I thought. Boy, was I ever wrong. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I needed to pray even more. And as I matured, I found out before long that I needed to pray and pray without ceasing. I had to pray without ceasing because that was the best route to take. Amen. From then until now, prayer still works. Today we approach this subject of prayer with passion and observation. From this day forward, as we live a God-fearing life, the enemy will not have any more dominion over anything we say or do. We must realize that we possess the most powerful force in the universe, and that is the power of the indwelling spirit. Some call him the Holy Ghost. Some call him the Holy Spirit. Some call him the sweet Holy Spirit. You can call it what you want. Amen. The Spirit is the Spirit. The Lord's Prayer is one of the simplest but yet most powerful prayers in the Bible. It is one of the most overlooked prayers because of its simplicity. It goes unused most of the time, and the power due to most people goes untapped, and the blessings are forfeited. After today, you will realize that prayer is needed every day. And I'll give you some pointers here in just a few minutes about how to make it work. Prayer still works. Some people think that it's only for children. Even in its simplicity, a child could understand its content and experience the power of this scripture. Matthew 6, 9 through 13, which translates into push, pray until something happens. The power of his unadulterated word together with prayer can and will unlock these blessings you have been deprived of and in most cases for many years so God brings us to us bring to us from his word 
the secret to, to prayer that the enemy, Satan, does not want you to know. The more we pray, the, m the more we have confidence in knowing that God is for us and not against us. The more we pray, we will see God perform miracles and in and around our lives. What we should be found doing in the 21st century, the month of January on to December, if it be the Lord's will that we live to see another year. We should be praying more in the secret closet and then watch God answer prayers and reward us openly. Matthew 6 is entirely dedicated to Jesus speaking of how to use the greatest tool that God gave us to use, that being prayer. He had a lot to say concerning prayer in just a few scriptures. One of the greatest powers known to some and unknown to others is the power of prayer. Prayer comes from reading the written word, which is the logos, and speaking the spoken word, rhema. Verses 1 through 13, Matthew 6, outlines what you should do to win the good fight of faith when using prayer as a weapon to fight the forces of darkness. By now, most of us have seen the movie War Room. And if you notice, as they went into the secret closet of prayer, no one was present to hear what was spoken to God. And as they went in, the door was closed. If we follow what the scripture tells us to do, we will always come out victorious. Prayer can be used in our everyday life. Prayer can be used when we're up. Prayer can be used when we're down. Prayer can be used when we're leveled to the ground. Amen. Just try it sometime, no matter what you're going through. Prayer. Prayer, prayer. Amen. So he says, when all else fails, we can surely look to Jesus for the answers to prayer and solutions to all our problems and any midnight situations. Disciples give us an example of a typical midnight situation. If you turn quickly to Mark, the fourth chapter, 38 through 40 verses. Amen. I'll wait till you find it so you can see for yourself. Amen. What the Lord is saying this morning. When you find it signified with the words of amen, we'll be done shortly. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, 
why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Amen. They had little faith because they didn't pray. Because Jesus was in the part of the ship. He was in the he was in the back, he was in the corner, and he was in the dark of the booth of the boat. Amen. And he was awakened, probably rudely awakened. Because all that he had taught the disciples about prayer and the things of life and how to pray out of a situation. Like I said, they were in a midnight situation. Amen. So they cried out and they hollered to God and uh, Jesus and he awoke and he said, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Faith is the substance of all things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now let us turn into the word, look into the word as we have read it earlier. Matthew. Six and nineteen. Excuse me, Matthew six nine to thirteen. Amen. We'll pick up in reading the first verse. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward for your Father in heaven, from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say unto you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing that your charitable deed may be in secret and your father sees in secret will himself reward you openly I'd like to point out three things that would hinder your prayer from being answered number one doing charitable deeds just to be seen of men will cause you to lose your blessing. Many of us miss our blessing when we tell all of what we have done so we will receive the praise of men. Praying so that you can be seen by men, you might call it a prayer blocker, a prayer answer blocker. Amen? Number two, repeating your prayers like God don't hear you, you will be as if it would be as if God does not hear you at all. It shows a lack of faith and confidence in what God can do. And if you've been in, living any long or any time, any period of time in your life, you know that what God can do. He can do anything but fail. He can do anything but leave you behind. He can do anything. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Number three, being a show-off 
will cause the door to shut right in front of you. Your reward will be lost if you are a hypocrite. Verse 5 says, and when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corner of the streets, that they may be seen of men. But surely I send to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into the room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. When you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think they will be heard of their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things that you have need of before you ask him. When you are rewarded openly, immediately people will wonder what you have done to deserve such blessings. The key to operating is in secret simply means if you show off, the devil will launch an attack on your efforts. But on the other hand, if he do not see you, then he will not know how to come at you because he didn't see you go in to the secret closet. Now we shift into another gear for a, a higher power. In the ninth verse it says, In this manner, therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors, and do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now there are key factors in this Lord's Prayer, and I'm going to give them to you, and then we'll close shortly. When we say, Our Father, means that we have a relationship with him. When we develop a loving relationship with God, then we can rightfully say that he is our father. Until we begin to build our relationship with him, then we, or me, or me, myself, cannot legitimately call him our father. Our father which art in heaven, we recognize that he is above and not beneath the head and not the tail. Hallowed be thy name. Adoration. Hallowed be thy name. Refers to the holiness of God. It is a way of acknowledging that God is holy and unmatched. Hallowed be thy name is the first of the seven petitions in the prayer. The first three address God. The second four are prayers related to our needs and concerns. Thy kingdom come. When we say thy kingdom come, we wait in anticipation, so we must be patient and not anxious. Thy will be done 
consecration. When we dedicate ourselves, this will allow his will to be done on our behalf. In earth, universal. Prayer has the power to reach all around the world. From heaven to earth and from earth to heaven. As it is in heaven, conformity. Prayer goes up and brings us one on one accord, which seals the agreement with God, realizing that he is with us. Give us supplication. We humbly make our prayer, our petition known, because we can rightfully make our appeal. Coming boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain what is due to us. This day, definite, we are positive and confident that this day is given by him so that we can be certain to have a blessed day. Our daily bread, not only our daily bread, what we eat, but what we take in spiritually is a necessity. It is of a necessity that we partake of his daily bread to feed our souls and forgive us penitence when we repent he forgives our sins and shortcomings seven times seventy our debts yes we have to pay our debts obligations our obligations are to be paid to whomsoever we owe which opens up the way for his greatest blessings. It is God's desire for us to be blessed so much so that our obligations are paid in full. As we forgive, forgiveness. If we are forgiven, then we ought to forgive others as well. No matter what they have done to us. Our debtors, love and mercy. Owe no man nothing but to love him. No love, no mercy toward our debtors will get us nowhere until we decide to do it God's way. Lead us not into temptation. It's guidance. God's guidance system, the indwelling spirit, leads us down the right path. Not into temptation. He protects us. Being tempted and moving out of his protection causes us to be vulnerable to Satan's attack. But deliver us. Salvation. God always provides a way of escape for his chosen people. Righteousness from evil. From evil, righteousness. Our righteousness as a filthy rag so it takes his righteousness to clear us up from those evil things. For thine is the kingdom. Faith. Faith unlocks the doors to the kingdom and all of his become ours. All of his becomes ours. And the power. Humility. When we humble ourselves before him, he realizes, he releases to 
us the power to have whatsoever we ask in his name. And the glory, we reverence him. And forever, timelessness. There is no time limit for God to answer, but when he answers, it is forever settled in heaven. Amen. We affirm. So be it unto him who deserves our time and attention. He awaits to hear our faintest cry. Amen. In your hearing today, you have heard just briefly the Lord's Prayer. It still works. And in conclusion, we must take this seriously today. Amen. If you pray three times a day, because sometimes our day gets very busy, if you pray three times a day, that simple Lord's Prayer, you'll see things begin to move in your life. Amen. Be blessed.